0: Welcome back to the movement, everybody. Today we got a very special guest for you. I brought actually one of my fellow podcasters and my fellow entrepreneur, and one of my brothers from the same place too, Jean Claude Nassadot, It's my fellow king. How are you, my friend? Oh,
1: Man, I'm doing great, man.
0: Habibi, just we had all this great talks right before this. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <Man>. <laughs> we were warming up. How are you?
0: I'm great, man. You?
1: How are you, man? I'm fantastic. David
0: Diabetes, my co-host. I completely forgot about him. It's my first wow. time we're doing a we're wow. doing a co-host. You know what I mean? But one thing I do want to find out is well, who do I do I look more trusting
1: with or without the glasses? Listen, without the glasses, if I were a girl, I'm afraid of you. And at the same time, I want you so bad. I (laughs) think that answer. Okay. Okay. If you have your glasses on. If you have your glasses on, I wanna give you some money to invest in
0: you. You know what? Let's do it. So whenever we're at the gym, what do we do? We
1: take off the glasses. JC's (laughs) advice, what do we do? We take it off or on? Off. Off. Of. Done. It's you don't want like, in in to be a nerd in a shark environment and Never. you don't want to be a shark in a nerd's environment so you, it's not like you have to blend you do have to look unique in wherever you are but you can't look like a very uh in the opposite way because you don't want push to push people away from you
0: one thing i give to you is i love how every time i see you, you're you always dressed to impress and a yeah, lot of people I'm don't not dressed understand dressed to impress
1: I you do know, impress, but I'm not dressed to impress. I, a actually, lot of I people, love that brown orange. It's a lot of people Thank don't you.
0: do that, right? A lot of people day to day, they just they don't understand that whenever you walk around, you're a representation of yourself. So like, oh, you know what? Who might get a seat today? Anyways, you never know. That's a, remember, we're always one conversation away from a million dollars, right? Oh, where did you get this one yeah, exactly. from? Exactly. <laughs> I have my <laughs> notes. I don't play games here. Listen,
1: it's like how you pick your outfit. It's as important as how you pick your friends. As important how you pick your circles because. Your friends, your circles, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend are a representation of you. Same as your outfit. So it's not just about the outfit. Now I'm representing myself as a person. We can make money together. That's what the outfit says.
0: So let me ask you this, JC. Where did you learn that? Did you learn that from a father figure? Was it something growing up? Or is it something you just started delving into when you got into the My father still
1: doesn't wear a tie till now. Like You you, you need to force him. I love wearing a tie. I love wearing a tie. I love wearing suits. My dad only wears suits when... He's forced to, like a wedding, a funeral, and you have to really force him to do it. Um, But I learned what I need to learn for business from my dad, because he is an entrepreneur. But I didn't just learn what he has. I looked at all his mistakes, and I made lessons out of them. Because I knew I want to be better. I knew I want to be better than him. I knew I saw some of his flaws. I saw the amazing lessons that he had but I knew that's not enough. That's not what I want. It's not like, okay, that's what your dad does. Go do the same. No, no, no. I want to, I wanted to beat that guy. It's the, that?
0: it's the only man in, in the world that'll be happy if you beat him, right? Eh? Exactly. Oh, it's your father, everybody, your everybody. dad, every dad. Trust one. me, yeah. I've
1: always had this feeling and yeah. I told him, I gonna beat you. I and now, so. and now he's so fucking proud. And he, like I tell him, listen, remember when I was nine and you did this in front of me in the market when yeah. I was in the market with him? I did this yesterday. He's like, how? I tell him the story. I role play how I closed the deal, and you can see, you can see him. He wants his to see eyes that. are and like. This, like this, he's man. like fucking hell. Like seriously, he would take me with him, like uh, nine years old, ten years old, to the vegetables market in Lebanon, where like you have to wake up at two a.m., three a.m. to do the deals because the farmers are bringing all the produce at like. 2am. Yeah. We used to wait on the door. There's like a big metal door and you open the door and then all the trucks were raced to the stores. And now you're unloading the trucks in the same time you need to buy. You come you wake up at 8 in the morning, you take the leftovers. So you have you have no choice. You have or to be a hustler. <laughs> so I would wake up with my dad at like midnight after sleeping at 6pm.
0: Was that where they came up with the early worm gets the bird first? Exactly from the Lebanese farmer yeah,
1: we w- we would wake up in the morning man and drive to Beirut like two hours drive a night we're both like, yawning drinking coffees whatever eating donuts whatever show up wait on the door not like show up when the door opens yeah. wait first and they open the door and then we chase after the market the market is fucking hot and you still need to negotiate you can't just bid and take uh, the expensive stuff so are you there to of-
0: offload your product is that what he was going to do so we used to farmers? sell
1: and 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 buy. So there are seasons where we, we used to be the sellers, and there are seasons where we used to buy. So um, yeah, we, my my parents, my grandparents, they're all farmers. My uncles, nice, but, me too. But not all season is farming <laughs> season. So not all Arabs are farmers, I guess. Location, yeah, right? Not all season is farming season, though. Mm. You know, some season you farm, some season you sell, and we used to have a grocery store too. Good.
0: Yeah. Is that where you started learning a lot of the customer service and stuff my like that? My dad
1: opened a grocery store so my brother and I can learn business. And that's exactly what happened. Wow. We were 10, 11 years old. Uh, we were in charge of the store at 12. Very we good. We started at like, you know, cleaning the floor.
2: Yeah.
1: Then started at holding. Now we were promoted to hold the back for the client. So follow the customer and let them put the cucumber in the bag and just greet them and What a shake different your head.
0: environment culture compared and to there the and if you come to yeah, farm boy yeah. Then,
1: here. then you, you, the only earnings are the tip. Yeah. There's no salary. They give you a tip there? Yeah, but you have to earn it. It's not easy to get a tip from Lebanese. Everyone know it. <laughs> but, and my dad refused to give us salaries because he yeah. wanted us to learn that you need to work really hard in the tip because the tip is the actual money. So the profit, not the salary. So he implemented this in our head.
0: That's very Like, good you're not going
1: to get a salary. You're not going to earn anything. You're not going to go home with money unless you actually not beg for it, but do your best to get
3: it. So would you say like that's where your drive started? Absolutely.
1: Like, mm. Absolutely.
0: I always talk about having a strong father figure in the life. You oh, know sh- what I mean? You need that's it. Yeah. yeah.
1: You need it. I, I used to wait. go to bed. My dad, I hear his keys coming home and wake up. He's already gone to work. I don't come back home for my dad to have three hours conversations with me. How did this kid hurt me in school? No, I had a dad that always showed me work hard. That's crazy how when you hear these
0: stories, you can always relate because my dad used to work from 6 a.m. till 2 a.m. every single day. Yeah. As a cab driver.
1: That's why you're sitting on this fucking chair like a fucking boss. You're not not sitting with five therapists now trying to figure out who bullied you when you were two years old, and that's why you're destroyed right now.
0: You know know what? I find a lot of good bullying actually builds character, but depending on how far the bullying goes. Yeah, for sure. But I I think a lot I agree with you, man. A lot of people are going up really soft. Everyone's just so emotional. Everything comes down to emotions. I'm very I have zero emotions when it comes down to business and getting things done.
1: I had this example on my podcast the other day um i asked a guy I have two options your kid is bullied at school mm. comes home what would you do be vocal about it call the president blah 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 or talk to your kid tell him you know go figure it out on your own go talk to your bully go do this give him some th- some tools to figure it out not like ignore him you can't just ignore him you gotta you gotta, you gotta pay attention to what's happening with your kid but you can't take actions you have to teach them how to react to those situations. If I so react what would you do? I'm, I'm your son. I come home.
0: I'm coming up to you. What did this guy do? What uh, he's, he's bullying me. He's making fun of me in front of everybody.
1: Why did he feel confident to bully you?
0: Because I'm weak. I'm weak as fuck. Why are you <laughs> weak? As fuck.
1: What made you weak? What makes you feel insecure that you can't uh, defend yourself? What makes you feel insecure that you allow this I'm person to, to empower hit. you? Huh?
0: I'm scared to get hit.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I should have taught you how to defend yourself. Let's go get you some membership. You, know, some you know what? Let me beat the fuck Let out me, me
0: tell you guys something.
3: This is what my mom told me actually when I was when I was younger.
0: By the way, that was very hard to come up with examples, man. I've been yeah. fearless
1: most of my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll be easier when your kids grow up and go to school because uh, you know, they it's, will they will be exposed to this to these We we everyone's Let me hear to about this. the mom's opinion.
3: My so I came home one day and um some, uh, some lady actually hit me at the park. Some lady. I was going down a slide. Interesting. And some, I, I guess her kid just hit at the bottom of the slide. And when I came down, my feet hit them. So then she came up to me. She like hit me. Really? Yeah. Which is insane. In and my mom, you know, is like a Moroccan. Like my oh, mom's I'm on a, so happy. She's not a small lady. And neither is my aunt. My aunt is like six foot two. My mom, like they were both. And they're Maghribi, you know? So anyway, I tell my mom, this so lady just hit me. And she's like, what? So she goes over there and handles it. I don't want to talk about that, but she handles it. Then she comes back to me and she she's beat like, her up.
0: <laughs> "She put her in a suit I'm not, not
3: going to say the she did that or she made open
1: oil out of her.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to confirm or deny that. But um, she looked at me and she told me, "She's like, if somebody hits you, like you hit them back. If they don't hit you, you don't hit them. You know, like uh, you have to defend yourself because like people because people will feel the need to push you over, and that can go." That translates translates as an adult. Because as you get older, people won't take the physical approach, but they'll take the political, verbal approach and do, you know, verbal kung fu to, you know, bully you. So um, you got to be able to defend yourself. With my dad, it
1: was very confusing. So like, I'm not allowed to come back home beating up. I'm not allowed to come back home if my brother got beat up, unless I beat up the other people. In the same time, if I beat up or I defend myself, I'm in trouble. Oh my
2: God. Fuck's sake. Dude, pick pick one side. Dude, pick one side. (laughs)
1: So one time, like, We had, like, a massive fight in school, in high school, massive one. I beat up, like, three older guys, whatever, and they actually tried to bully me. Yeah. They tried, like, they were jealous or whatever. We still have those guys till now, like, they're haters for some reason. I
0: love the haters, by the way. So,
1: I love them too, but we used to deal with it when we were younger with our fist. We didn't use to do, use, we didn't treat it, like, in a more mature way. Anyways, I really had no choice but getting into the fight. Trust me. Come back home. No, I called my dad from school. And that's what happened. You have to come to school. Come there. Okay, my dad is asking the minister to expel me for three days. Mm. He's like, the guy is like the the president of the school is like, it's not JC's mistake. We know who's mistake. Like, no, 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 he shouldn't have hit them.
0: Who does your dad say
1: this? Yeah, my dad's telling this to the president of the school. You have to punish him three days. The guy is like, okay, whatever. If that's what you want. But three days expelled to home. My dad had planned the motherfucker. <laughs> I, sure I in those three days, I worked 15 hours every day. Good. And he was on my head. But at the same time, if I came home beaten up by those three kids, I would have been like embarrassed. He would have told everyone just to make fun of me. So all this stuff, it has some, it makes sense. So it's not, it's, You're telling your kid don't go and fight and defend yourself all the time and always use your punch, but also uh, don't come home weak. It sounds you know, like your dad wanted a better approach for it. Bro, like, it I, like your dad would, wanted
3: that three day suspension no matter what. You wanted those 15 hours of free labor. That's full <laughs> <pull-ons.
1: laughs>
0: so on lose, I want a three day Trust suspension. Me, he got it, man. He got it. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say he really wanted that forty five hours free, that. bro. Dude, yeah. he got it. Fuck. He you mean, lost I, the fight?
1: I, I three day suspension
3: immediately. I want it regardless. You know what I mean? Like
0: no, it's you know what, man? It's tough. It's tough it's crazy because when if you think about it this generations will fucked up everything else yeah but because how, we're that, raising the kids now right but if you think about it your dad stern yeah like but what happens as soon as you get younger as soon as you have your kids and then that kid has kids it's oh I want to give that child the life I didn't have so what do they do they stop implementing all the hard things that the hard lessons in life. I want to give them the easy way. I yeah. want to pave the road no, for them. Now no. what do you do? Fuck no. Exactly. I'm that buying a doing? farm
1: now because I want to raise my kids on a fucking farm. Good. I'm not raising them here. Good. Uh, surrounded by by losers. I'm telling you, my
0: sons will take over anyone else's sons in a heartbeat. If that's the road they're going to take, because me, I'm going to let my son know. Life is not easy. You know what I mean? You got to work for absolutely everything. It the same way easier. your dad did. Yeah. But remember, that's the advantage nowadays. Is because nowadays everyone else is raising their kids. No, no, we're going to have to teach them to be soft. It's well, okay. Like, My kid is going to be lazy so lucky, parent, man. It's going
1: to be an easy game.
0: I don't know, though. To you be don't frank, need to be like,
3: a we If we look at how our parents raised us like and how it is now, it could, it could be looked at as a regression or like progression because the way we raise our kids is not going to be the exact same way. So our, parents, so. our parents
0: are fobs. You
3: know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like The sure. way we raise our kids is very different.
0: No, but it's a life lessons that you take from them. Life
3: lessons, but let's say like... Whether you have a son or a daughter, they come home and like there's some like bully tactics. It might not always be like a you know go beat his ass. You know what I mean? I like, think it's might pretty be, universal.
1: Oh, I don't know. Bro. I think it's like, pretty universal. It can, it can send you. It's it's a sword with two ends. You know? Like, yeah, it can, it can be sword. really good. It can be really bad. And we've seen these examples. Like, how many of your friends are in jail right now? How many, Why how many people end up being Why way too aggressive? aggressive? They're in jail because they didn't take what their dad's. I gave thought he was asking me. I'm like, anyway. listen, my lawyer is not present. We're yeah. not talking about nothing. No, no, like, I think how many how people we lost and they're in jail now or like they're, they're in trouble or like they have some addictions and whatever because of very tough parenting. We're not saying be very tough as a parent, but. Give tools, don't solve their problems. If the, your kid is going through hard, something hard, don't try to solve it for them because no one is going to solve their problems when they're That's adults.
3: But on that point, you know what I mean? Like when it comes to parenting and like establishing that toolkit for your child, because they don't know better. They come to you and they look for solutions to the problems and you got to give them the toolkit. If you only enforce like a violent toolkit, like- Why would anybody
0: only enforce that? No, but That's I mean nice. like, if
3: you're always like, yo, like this kid does something to you, like that's always going to be their thing. And then it might translate to them getting older and choosing violence in certain situations. Like you get the people who go to the club and they're drunk and then they resort back to instinct. You know, at the end of the day, if you're in a panic situation or if you're in the wrong state of mind, you go back to either your basic training or you go back to your instincts. Those people will instinctively choose violence and not think of the, you know, the repercussions. I agree with you. I, I
0: believe in the psychology. You know what I mean? So first of all, if my son was to be bullied, I know we've been talking about being bullied for a while, but you know what? I think it's a good conversation. A lot of these kids, they should hear this stuff. You know what I mean? I find a lot of it first is A, is intimidating your opponent. So if someone's coming to bully me, it's not going to work. Why? Because A, you have to have a strong presence. And you can't just, it's not, oh, everyone's born with it. They're not born with it. It's something that you can build, but a lot of it comes from good parenting and strong fathers.
3: You know what? On that exact note, don't choose
1: violence, but be capable of violence. Of violence. I love that line. You know? Joey, don't you, don't you get bullied right now? From an Do employee, it. from a client? Yeah, all the time. In any scenario when you got bullied, why did you get bullied? Because you allowed them to. I don't get bullied now, but I'm just going with your thing. Let's say a client's giving you a really hard time and trying to be not fair with you. That's bullying. Why? Because at some point you bent over for them. So seriously, I don't think, and I've never seen a bully in school, bullying a confident person Never. Or, or a strong person. So first thing, your kid is getting, being bullied. First person to blame is not the bully, not the school, yourself. I'm not raising this kid. I'm not giving them enough confidence. Why my kid is not very confident. That's,
3: that's a tough thing. Cause like, let's say with even with like a client, a client chooses to attempt to bully you. You can't choose like, they're, they're gonna attempt it.
1: If you choose your clients right and you give them the actual, that's how I work. You will like it, you like it, you don't like it, fuck off. They won't bully you. They, before they say a complaint, They will think twice. They will say, am I fair? You have some clients, they will just start shooting shit at you, and then you have to explain yourself to them. Those clients, you don't wanna work with them. But those clients you can choose to say, you know what, we're not the right fit. Exactly, but but I learned this the hard way, trust me. So from the beginning, when you're interviewing each other, the before stage. you get them as clients, tell them exactly how you like to be treated. Mm. Tell them exactly what's the culture of your clients that you like to build with your clients. And then they will know, oh, this guy doesn't like to hear my yawning, so I can not be their client. So don't chase for the clients; just match make it. It's like matchmaking. It's You know, when you go to Rolex, they don't sell you stuff. If you say how much, they kick you out of the store. Mm. They don't say, oh, I'm looking for this, I need to buy. No. I love they how you looked at
0: my wrist first. You trying they, to double check if I was wearing one or not. They now.
1: match make your personality with your watch. That's what they do. So now the client and uh provider, service product provider, or product provider, if we're not a match, we shouldn't exchange business. Absolutely. It's not just sell, make money. Because you need to you need this person to bring your clients. You need them to, you know, to be your um, uh, a referral machine, because yeah. that's the cheapest and the most effective sales strategy. Is that right? I agree with you. There you go. So if this person Where is I'm not off. a if this person is not a match, I just chased them for this first paycheck because I wanted the deposit, I needed the cash. Yeah. This person is gonna do the opposite work. They're yeah. gonna push away so many more clients. That's you're 100. Anyway. So 100%. when I first started my business, I yeah. close everyone, mm-hmm. everyone. Oh, yeah, boom. My goal is to sit you down, manipulate the shit out of you to sign right now. Mm-hmm. Right? And I could do it. And I did it. But then two weeks later, I enjoyed this paycheck. I enjoyed the deposit. Two weeks later, fuck, me and this person, we can't meet. Yeah, here comes he the problems. Yeah. And then I end up losing lots of clients because this person talking shit about me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I was bad or he was bad. Me and the person, we weren't to match. No, his no. personality is not like mine. It's not like, forget about personality, about my company's policies, Yeah, right? Forget about me, my company is my company, me, me is me. So it's the same thing with everything, man. Look for your match, marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend, work, employees, Absolutely. if your employees value doesn't match the company's values, it's not gonna work. And it doesn't mean the employee is bad. It's just not a match. So but how do chase. you go about hiring and firing employees? Hiring and firing, that was a big learning curve for me. I'm still learning. Uh, But I can share with you Some mistakes I used to do I used to see how much The person has skills Mm -hmm. How many skills do you have Your references Your older employer Was happy with you Just like by the book You know how they Teach you You know, Call the references Make sure Now it's a way Different strategy man Uh, I look for someone Unhappy at home And I create A safe environment For them at work So they escape Every time they run From home to come to work Because I want someone Who can't wait to go to work, not can't wait to go to home. Mm. They're very happy at home. And every day they are so excited to get back home. They can't wait for it to be five o'clock and go back home. Is that Jibre. a strategy
0: across the board that you do?
1: This is not just this strategy. Sometimes you have great people that they can add really good value. But sometimes, you know, we go through this in Ottawa, especially none of the resumes matches with what you're looking for. None of them. There's a, of, there's a lot of finesse nowadays. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically still like none of people don't have the same skills that they used to have 20 years ago anymore. Mm. You look at resumes, of people apply for the job? They know and you know that they don't match the job description that you're asking for. You still have to sacrifice, sacrifice. you still have the probation period is not three months anymore. You can't expect them to start making you money from the first three months. You need to invest in them for six months, but you have to invest in the right people you have to invest in someone who's you can actually coach and you can actually make them a person who's excited to come to work who's have smile on a monday and you can't expect them to offer you this you have to implement this mm-hmm. but implementing in coachable people not in like people that you can't improve so i ask questions in the interviews like more like psychology questions man i role play I tell them, you know, you're a supervisor. I'm your employee. I showed up 10 minutes late to work first time. What do you do? Let's role play. I'm the employee. Do this because everyone can watch a YouTube video and know the right answers and give it to you. But role play. That's a fact. Let's role play. Let's role play now. Oh, I'm not prepared, huh? Bomb. You're, oh, you're out of here. Uh, on the phone, there's strategy because you don't want to waste your time having people in your office. Uh, there's questions you need to ask on the phone. You know, like. Ask them stupid questions. See how they would react to it. If yeah. they answer a stupid question, they're stupid.
0: Yeah. Give examples, context. <laughs> a Stupid question. I love these. I love these ones. Yeah, because go he's go go absolutely right. It's it's literally a curve that you're always continuously going over a hurdle every time.
3: And 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 not following that whole service level questions is depth is important to really understand who you're working with. Because you're right, it, it is matchmaking. Uh, I'll give know, you I'm a sample
1: example on role play that I play with my interviews. So I tell them I'm late first time, 10 minutes, what would you say? And I showed up and I didn't make an excuse. Just I walked in my office, hey, good morning, and walked in there. And there's another situation where I said, I'm sorry, there was traffic. So what would we do with the first scenario? Uh, where I give, uh, I, give an ex- I give an excuse. I give an excuse. I gave an excuse. Okay, that's good. Don't do it again. Make sure next time you leave early. And the second one is, I didn't give an excuse. What would you do with this scenario? This is a tough scenario. Well, if you say, oh, it's their first time I let go, you're not an actual leader. Because if you're allowing them to do this the first time, they're definitely doing this again. You have to heal it before behavior. it's wounded. That's what we say that like,
0: I love these Arabic problems. Right? So they like, have so much context. Though. Yeah, you gotta heal
1: it before it's wounded. Uh, if Let's say three times in a row, three weeks, you were late. What would you do now? Well, oh, I sit you down and I talk to you, you're a pussy. You're not a management material. You're gone. You can be a soldier, you're not a captain. Because yeah. it's, not, it's not, it's never the soldier's soldier mistakes. It's Always a captain's mistake.
0: You go down with the ship for a reason.
1: Yeah. So role plays like this, you know, like you gotta be, um, gotta have like 10%, 20% assholeness in your personality to be a manager.
0: You can't be a people's pleaser, especially if you're in business. No. Okay. Especially if you're trying to you be You can't be a afraid
1: position. of, uh, of uh, making someone uncomfortable. That's you know, people pleasers are not just good people. Mm. Are people afraid to receive rejections? That's a fact. People pleasers are not good people. It's not like oh my god, they have a kind heart. No, they're just afraid that you will reject them. They're afraid of confrontation. They're too weak to receive rejections. They're too weak to face rejections. That's why. That's why they kiss ass, right? If you are an actual good person, you don't mind facing rejections. There also might just be the insecurity of
3: uh, not being confrontational, because a lot of people aren't confrontational. Or they're worried about
1: confrontation. They aren't so because it's insecurity because they don't have a f- they ha- they don't have a defense strategy.
0: Yeah. For me, I have a I have a different view and opinion about confrontation. For the fact that I feel like a lot of people view confrontation as something negative, it only has a negative anatext into it. Mm. If you're going in, like as an example, like if someone's not fit for your company, right? Why would you want to waste if JC's your boss? I'm not just saying I'm just giving an example. JC's your boss right? And then you're doing a terrible job, right? And he comes to con- he comes to confront you about, and you already had your talks. You already had your coaching lessons, all that. Nothing is working, right? So now it's time to part ways. A lot of people have a hard time, I find, with firing. I don't know about your views on this. I'm going to ask you this one right after. It's a tough one for a lot of people. The <laughs> way I look at it is I'm showing mercy because at the end of the day, instead of stringing you along, giving you hope that there's some grand thing that you want to achieve in this company, instead of wasting your time, I'd rather set you on your way because it's not working out here, and uh, maybe there's somewhere else that you can go that's waiting for you, that's more of a fit for you. That transparency you know I mean? is
3: extremely important. But when you look at it, like from a societal standpoint, so many people are just so anxious when it comes to that. Obviously, as a manager, you need to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's part of the job. When you look at, um, uh, you know, anxiety levels over the past like decade or half decade and how it's risen and people are just nervous. Any sort of confrontational environment, some people just avoid it, like try to completely avoid it. Whether that's like a yes man or if it's someone that will push that to somebody else to do, you know what I mean? Like, oh, can HR send that email or like, hey, I can't, I don't want to have that meeting. I'm gonna a lot do of it people I
0: don't, don't have, have the goals for it. That's for sure. But exactly. that's why I wanted to ask what your take on it.
1: Never fire an employee if you have a business in Ontario. Never, never do this.
0: I know exactly where it's going to go. I hate the fact that he's gonna it's going to say it. Say right. yeah, yeah.
1: So never fire. So this one, not, I learned the hard way i used to so i'll tell you what i used to do and what i do now because you know you learn and i didn't come from like a corporate background where someone taught me properly how to do this and mentored me
3: yeah the the politics are yeah so
1: and you know i came to canada five years ago like in september will be five years ago i drove uber a year and a half and then i started businesses after i didn't work in a company i didn't get managed you know like from this to this, and I have to figure it out. Never hired a mentor when what I was at that point. What a goddamn journey. Eh? Anyways. <laughs> bro, that's one help climb on the ladder, bro. Because from I heard here. that they can sue you even if you send them three warning letters and then you fire them, you, they still can come at you. And it will be still, the judge will be still on their side because uh, in the culture in Ontario, the employee, is the poor little guy and the employer is the shark guy who's taking advantage of the little guy. Exactly. Unfortunately, that's how it is in Ontario. I think Canada, all of Canada. This is how it is in Ontario. So, I heard this one. I'm like, I'm never firing an employee but I'll make them fucking quit. I'll make their life miserable until they quit. And that's what I did for a long time. I've never fired an employee yet.
0: Oh, I can't wait to see the comments on this one.
1: Uh, And then, now what I do is I make them realize that they're wasting their future with me in a nice way. So I sit them down, down after trying so many times to improve our relationship and improve how I can make your life better, how you can make me more money. That's what the, my job as an employer is not paying your payroll. Your job as an employee, not to just make me money or like uh, mark the hours and deliver what I'm asking you to deliver. My job as an employer is provide lifestyle for you, provide a healthy environment in work, healthy, a personality in you i need to improve you as a person not just pay your payroll mm-hmm. employers can't just pay payrolls for employees they're not robots they're That's people right. that you're seeing every day you're exchanging energy with them every day absolutely but if i get to a point where i can't exchange with you you need to go so the way i used to do it again i used to make their life miserable be on their top on top of their head uh manipulate the other employees to come at them and hate them and then they fucking they can't come to work anymore they were resigned the second day trust me i've done this many times and then i didn't feel good about it i won i've never been sued by an employee by example but i won but then i don't feel good about it because i can't look at this person's eyes on the street if i see them again or i always feel this guilt in in my gut like i could have handled it better Mm. Because I always want to improve, right? So handle it better. So yeah. how I handle, Instead it, of manipulating yeah, how I handle <laughs> it better. <laughs> Stop it, JC. How I handle it better. We do accountability calls every Monday, but it's not accountability calls. We don't call it accountability calls, but it is accountability calls. We call it me, uh, team meetings every Monday. Yeah. And we have three things we have to go through, each one of us, the whole circle, including me. What were the wins from last week? What are the challenges that I faced last week? And what's the goals for me next week? Oh, these calls will be enough for this employee to realize that they don't have wins with you. And then at some point, they will be like, I'm not winning. And then you sit them down on the quarterly uh, meetings. And you sit one-on-one and you tell them, listen, we did this call, this call, this call, this call, this call. And I don't, you see the wins with this guy wins with you. Um, why you're not winning? Why you always have more challenges than wins? Am I doing anything wrong? No, you're not. You're doing your job. Okay. Who's doing something wrong? Me, they start blaming themselves. What do you say there? Because you want to get rid of them, right? No, don't blame yourself. Maybe you are digging in the wrong hole.
0: I actually thought he was going to self-accountability. I, self I swear too. to
1: God. No, no, I'll no, tell no, no, Bro, no. because, because now I want his. to get rid of them. I can't, I don't want to hold know, them accountable. Is. I want to tell them that you're not guilty. You were you're selling me on a story already, bro. bro. I know really bad, you're You're right. at the wrong place. But I don't want to tell them this in a way where I'm rejecting them. I want to tell them this as like, hey, man, I think if you work at a gym, you don't work here, you would have way more wins every Monday than you have wins here. Mm, And the way that they would receive it the best, trust me, they will Oh, so you'll resign so the second day. Holy and, 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 you, and this person will come five years after, and they will thank you because you're actually you're not manipulating them. You're solving the problem in the most peaceful way. You're actually also think that they are at the wrong place. If it didn't work and you're doing your best to make it work, that means there's no stupid people. Yeah, there's no stupid people. Everyone has a talent, but if you put your talent in the wrong place, you won't excel. You will lose. That's, it's going to make you a loser. So many people, they see they have talents and they show up to work. They try, they try, and they're not getting anywhere because they're not directing their talents in the right way. And so many times I had talents in my team. I didn't know how to manage, and I lost. Absolutely. I lost so many talents.
3: I can, I can agree with that. You want to create a you know a, a thriving work environment for people. And if someone doesn't mesh in, it's better to have a transparent conversation I, about it so that... Yeah. I
0: personally find, you know, it's funny. I learned this from parenting. And this is me being a child and my parents because my parents treated everybody the same.
1: (laughs) Everybody, my parents were. As your parent tells you, treat people like how you want to be treated. That's the most foolish shit. No, no. It
0: was funny. The dynamic at home was my dad was the sweetheart. My mom was the executioner. I hope my mom's not watching this episode. I know she's watching. You know what I mean? I love you, mom. She's four foot two. And she's able to flip me on my ass when I was 230 pounds jacked. But, and I asked her, how did you do it when I was play fighting with her? And I saw the ceiling and she's like, you know that line, eh? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But one of the things I realized, my brother and myself, God bless my brother, were nowhere close to being the same. But if you treat us both the same, which they did, one can handle a lot more pressure than the other one can. But my brother is a, a brilliant guy. I, if that's what I've realized when everyone has to be custom-tailored to, and what I mean by that, I'm talking about leadership. If I'm going to mentor somebody, I know where I can push, where I have to pull. Like, I study him, You know what I mean? As I'm sitting down with them and I'm learning from them, I learn where to push, where to apply pressure, where to pull, where to challenge, how to pull back, where to give. You know what I mean? Where to allow yourself because I find a lot of people, if you just do the same across the board, it's good. Some It's good. Don't get me wrong. It works. But to be excellent? Yeah. That's when you come with a custom tailored solution. But that's think about it like this: you, Do you treat every business the same?
1: Absolutely, I have four, and I that's can't be the same I mean. person in every I mean. business. That's not what I mean. Well, you maybe, like, think maybe about in it like terms this, of right, if you're a marketer, you you right?
0: You can't compare the two though. Right. Like business marketer, people? no, you can't absolutely not. But like you're a marketer, obviously, market. You have revelation marketing, right? Is every niche the same? You can tackle them the same, but how you deliver to the same niche, is it always the same? Or is there always a custom tailored way that it goes into that niche?
1: The big title, the big thing is always the same. It's matchmaking. Marketing is matchmaking. Again, but how do I make, how do I introduce the clientele to the product is different. That's depends on the product. But it's always how can I bring this guy to this guy or this the service and the person who wants to receive the service. I just feel like well, we're, talking about it.
3: It, we're talking about it differently. Like when you compare to a business, you're talking about streamlining the process and mm-hmm. having a process.
0: No, you can't <laughs> have the same marketing towards every single product no, 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 on but, every, but everything but the streamline Everything has to be marketed correctly to the right for consumer su- for base. Sure. But the process the can be the
3: same. Like the process can be the same in terms of like research and then introducing and then going into the product. Like you can, that can be the same timeline but then done differently within the time. Exactly.
1: So what he's trying to say, you have a product, oh, yeah, what exactly. You have a product, you have a, a survey. Uh, you have a receiver, you have to do the research. What would this, what did this receiver receive before? What would they like to receive? What That's are right. the keywords that they use? But in terms so of you have to though, do this homework in, on every product, but the actual conclusion after this studies, it's always different. Yeah. In terms of people though, I don't, I
3: don't believe in a cookie cutter process. Every individual needs to be treated like, pr- potentially differently because everyone's different. there's no, so understanding
0: personality types and all that other stuff, right? Yeah, so,
3: like, in that sense, 100%. Like, I don't, how else could you do it? If you treat uh, two people the exact same,
1: you're, you're not going to get So, I would add something on this one because right. you have 10 employees, right? And they're showing up to the same roof every day, every yep. same office. And you're treating everyone differently, you will cause problems. But depends. The right, if you put the right person in the right spot, you don't need to treat them differently anymore. I'll tell you why. By example, right. I've hired the worst candidates. Yeah, I've made money from them. I've hired people no one would hire. And I'll tell you how I made money from them. I digged and I found your, their talents. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you're a person who wants stability, who wants to show up at eight, leave at four, I can't ask you to do more. I'll put you in a position where you work from eight to four, but I'll put someone to supervise you who wants to work more than I ask them to do. Mm. So now you are at a space where I'm comfortable with you and I know what you can offer me. So I will treat you the same way I'm I'm treating the supervisor because the supervisor is at the right place. But if it was vice versa, now I have to kiss ass this person because their personality is sensitive. And this one, you can't be nice to an employee and rough with another employee just because the other employee can handle it and this employee can't handle it. You can do this. You need to be at a point where you don't need to react to problems, where you have very minimal amount of problems. How do you do this? By putting pl- people in the right place. So if, 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 if I'm trying to make something out of you and you can't get there, we will have constant problems.
0: I think what I was saying, you're absolutely right, in a sense, because what I was trying to talk about is in coaching-wise. In coaching-wise, that's what I was strictly talking about. Not on a day-to-day basis, but even day-to-day like, day basis. When I'm sitting down yeah. on a one-on-one with you. Yeah. Right. I'll know exactly who I'm dealing with and how to deal with them in terms of being sensitive and all that. I don't believe in all that stuff.
4: Okay. Know, I'm, I'm, I'm just,
0: what I mean by that is like some guy, he, he, if you show him everything, he's more analytical. So he likes to see the numbers. He understands from math. One person understands more with being driven and challenged. You know what I mean? I mean that's the kind of example. That's confusing.
3: Cause like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if I agree with either one of you guys on this one it's I think tough. I it's, think with people there's no black and white there's never. I think that it's completely gray, so you have to like let's say you you have employees and I don't have employees let's say uh, on a hypothetical I had employees you'd want to establish or I would want to establish a human to human relationship with each individual where I understand how they work, and then I can you know try to build out the most of them or kind of get the most out of them so that they can progress and not create a stagnant environment for them. Because stagnant environment for them means a a stagnant environment for the business where in terms of progress, you're not gonna get any progress, stagnant. So establishing a human to human relationship, because if you treat an employee, no employee wants to be treated as an employee. You get what I mean? Like it's, it's, Uh it might sound weird even though you are an employee, but nobody wants to be treated as that. So they want to be put in an environment where they feel like they're human. So it's about creating that bridge. Because even if you go to places that you consume from, you go to Starbucks, you go to any coffee place, even Starbucks, that's a perfect example. When you get your coffee, they don't treat you as a you know, consumer. You can treat, they treat you like a person. What's your name? I'm going to put your, your well, name actually, on Actually,
0: no, co- if you had the drive thru, they say, How are you? And I'm like, Yeah, or like, what can I get you?
3: It's not just like they're not just selling uh, you know, a great product, but they're also selling like, the service. So it's like, as an employer, you'd want to sell that service where you're establishing a human to human relationship. And you're going to treat them as such rather than like uh, employee one or employee two,
0: whatever you're going to, I guess us and JC, the are employee
1: gonna... is not a servant. So yeah, the employee doesn't want to be treated as a servant, but they have to be treated like employees. So what is an employee? I'll, I'll give That's, you a, I'll a, give an example what I mean.
3: Let's talk so, about IBM versus Google in terms of like process. Google has, I really wanted to
0: hear what he was about to throw.
3: I cut you off. My bad. He was on was on something.
0: Okay. My bad. bad. My bad. I, I
3: love listening. I mean, like, I look at like, let's say like the Apple campus in California or like, you know, the Google uh, office spaces that they have. It's a completely different environment than the typical office spaces. They make it livable. They make it a lot more relaxed. Their timelines are shaped differently. And the way they communicate is different. Right.
0: They're very task driven.
3: Yeah, they're very task driven. And they also put empower the employees where they don't feel like they're employees. When they go into work, they feel like they can come in, relax, get their stuff done compared to going to an office place where it's like eight to four, what are you doing? Where's your time sheet? Like get it done. You know what I mean? Like there's a different, it's a different type of leadership yeah. with the same results, you know, getting up. Uh, Let me forward.
0: go back to JC. You're, I yeah. Like, I want to hear your part. Like that you were Let's back go there. back to JC.
1: But what I'm trying to say like is in, you have to explain to You have to explain. That's why she said. <laughs> you have to explain to your employee that they're not servants. Yeah. They're not there to serve and to go home. Every person, every human being on earth, even animals, they have one thing in common. They want to feel that they're needed. They want to feel that they're affecting on someone's life. They want to feel that I exist and I made an effect. I changed something. So you don't want, you want your employee to feel like, hey, you helped us growing with this sector. You helped us growing, not, hey, you did your job. If you want to treat your employees as, hey, you did your job, they feel like servants. They feel like robots. They will treat you the same way. They will never improve anymore. So employees should feel like employees. But what is employees? Employees are members to help you to succeed. Members to help you to grow. So if you're an employee out there, you're not a servant. If your boss is treating you as a servant, leave. Pick You know, also for the employees, they have to pick the right leaders. They have to match make their values with the right boss. It's not who pays more. It's who appreciates appreciates me more, who sees my improvements more. And also another tip for employees, if you're an employee who do exactly what you're told to do and you think that's what's in the book. So let's say I'm giving the to-do list for my employees every morning or like my manager is giving the to-do list. If I see that my employee is doing just the to-do list, he's a servant. Mm. If you're adding on it, naturally, that means you're asking me for a raise in, in a direct way. So if you want to ask for a raise, start doing more than you asked to do. So again, employees, they should be employees, employers, they should be employers. But you have to really understand your position as an employee. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. So like, we don't want to put the employees against the employers anymore. That's what's happening in Ontario. That's why we can't find employees. That's why it's very hard to grow. That's why people are moving to the U.S.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know why people are moving to the U.S.? Real estate investors, big ballers, big bosses, construction companies, smart money. tow trucks. You know why they're moving to the U.S.? More there's illegal There's illegal workers <laughs> that they suck it up.
4: You, have, you have a team.
1: Dude, I'm in the U.S. five times this year. Yeah. They go there, they start a business, they grow every month the 10X, bro, every month. Why? Because you have employees that would say, yes, I'll do it. Let's do it. Yes, I'll do it. They do ask for a reward at the end of the day. They're all illegal employees, but they get to ask for a raise. But they don't have overprotection. They don't have a daddy calling the president of the school saying, why are you treating my kid like this? They don't have employment Ontario. They don't have someone telling them, hey, telling the boss you have to pay for this therapist because you traumatized crazy. this employee because you told them that, hey, you did something wrong and this shit. This is a shit job. I tell people when I'm hiring them, when you do a good job, I'm going to reward you. When you do a shit job, I'm going to look you in the eye and with very, with confidence and a smile on my face, I'm going to tell you you did such a shit job. I don't want to see this again. Yeah. If you can't handle this, come tomorrow, you're hired. If you can't, get the fuck out of here. We are not allowed to say this or to act like this in on Ontario. Yeah, you're very They censored. produce losers. They want they wanted people, they want Ontario a, 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 a province full of losers so they can Whenever they set a rule, everyone says yes, sir. Because we don't say yes, sir.
0: It's very tough on us, that's for sure. No. It's very tough on and us. Everyone's moving, bro. Like
1: everyone. I had an interview yesterday with a millionaire. Uh, he has five businesses. I'm like, what's your five years plan? He's like, get the fuck out of here. And he was born and raised here. He's a uh, 40 years old man. You, He's you like, are you are punished. I want to get the fuck out of here. Punished the the here. more Absolutely. money you I make, the more, you the, harder, the more you're punished for. And this guy was born, raised, and he is. Canadian, uh, Caucasian, it's not like, you know, we're like originally from Lebanon and we would never be grateful for countries. No, I'm grateful for Canada more than Lebanon, Mm. you know, more. But as an employer, I feel like I'm attacked here. 100%. I'm all constantly attacked with tax. Bro, like you go to another province, like to Alberta, to Calgary.
0: That's not, you know, the employers,
1: you know how they look at the employer? opportunity creator. Mm. You're the angel who's taking the risk so we can have jobs. That's why you start any business there, man. Lots of money. People don't know this. People think it's a a gas uh, province. No, 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 no. Tech there is there. They have better buildings than we have in Ottawa. They have beautiful city. I was there a couple months ago. The mentality of people, they're supporting business owners and that's why they're growing. Uh, Here in Ontario, oh, you own a business. Right away, they look at you like as a shark. Yeah, you're rich, your employee is poor which I, is, I don't love like this one, one. Like that, yeah, I don't no. like this one though I One time a business coach is like What do you want JC from your business? I'm like, I want to own a business Where every one of my employees can afford Three vacations a year can afford to buy a nice watch, nice car And have a nice lifestyle Yeah. And now that's what I tell my employees Very good You know, like I told one of my employees the other day I was dropping her off at home And I asked her um, I want you to go home And I want to give you homework for the weekend I'm Like, What's the homework? I'm like, I want you to calculate how much extra money you want to do some little things that would improve your mental health. By example, what would the lady want? Any petty every month instead of every six months. Uh, Shopping at least once a month where she can go buy at least one or two pieces. Go to the spa once. Get this facial done. I want you to do the math and come back to me and tell me what's the number. Mm -hmm. Comes back, she tells me it's $600. Okay that's how you can make extra 600 dollars a month i give you the tool with me that's right so now i'm actually mentoring them to improve their lifestyle i didn't ask you how much money you need to buy a house yeah yeah <laughs> it's the lifestyle yeah as you have a lifestyle you can do whatever the fuck you want you, you 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 eat like a boss you walk like a boss you talk like a boss you'll make like a boss
2: yeah
1: right <laughs> if you live poor eat eat sardines every fucking night because you're cheap ass uh, yeah, you so, don't hey, go hey, out wait, wait. sardines are delicious you, you, you won't make this money
0: said sardines are delicious
1: <laughs> i'm egyptian bro we eat sardines Bro, it
0: smells
3: uh, like shit bro it, uh, bro. Does, it, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't smell all night it, so it doesn't smell great it
1: tastes right. good but yeah. once at uh, once every six yeah, months no, not too often it is it tastes okay it sardines with crackers if you get if
3: you get good quality sardines like with crackers there's no sardines that smells good there's no, no sadis no, no. that
1: doesn't cause you acid reflux. But, there, but there are there are qualities. There now. are
3: different levels of qualities. I, it. It. I don't
1: like I don't seafood, it. man. I'm out of that conversation. Listen, it's, everyone, it's, everyone, sadis, it's lots of garlic, lots of pickles, and a glass of
0: wine. A <laughs> couple of times. I, bro, I don't do any of this fucking seafood shit. Really? Bro. Isn't nah. it crazy? He's, he's Lebanese yeah, and doesn't crazy, like seafood. Bro, nah. It gives
1: you the best boner, bro.
0: I heard. So what do you think I take? The, what do you think I take the orange gel pills for? It, you know what I mean. omega threes, DH. Nothing not replaces the, the
1: natural flow. Nothing replaces natural. Eat seafood,
0: dude. You know what I used to do? I used to do it every Wednesday because I had to make it like a regiment part of the workout. But I used to throw up mm. because I hated the taste so much. So I'd be like, "Fuck!" Now I got to redo this shit. So after I just threw up and forced myself to eat fish. That's how much I fucking. They did fish. a
1: study in uh, one of the villages in Italy, and yeah. they found out that. Everyone there lives more than hundred years old. Because of their diet, ninety percent of their diet is fish. Because they, they, it's like an island. It's like they live on a beach, yeah. on the coast, and like all they eat is fish because they have so much fish, and they live way longer. It's really good for the uh-huh. heart. The, we're All
3: Mediterranean. I don't
1: I get man, how. they man. Listen,
0: the pill, bro, man. I'll bro, start bro. off with a little bit of tilapia, maybe. It's a I'll white tuna, dude.
1: Up. White tuna. It has so no aftertaste. You know what? Aftertaste. I've been doing that. Salmon.
0: Oh my god, that's the one place I can't do pink, hey bro. If you eat good salmon, it doesn't have. He's gonna get taste. me in trouble, eh? With these color references. Soy
1: sauce, put the right seasoning with it. Come on, don't be pussy. I hate when a man says I can't eat this. I'll do tilapia. You don't eat fish, like if you don't eat oysters, I get it. You don't eat fish. Come on, man. It's like you're uh, talking I like a vegan now. I might work with
0: some tilapia. I do a little bit of tuna that's here fair. and there. Shrimp is nice. You were nice. you were
3: liking the shrimp, you're like shrimp. barbecue shrimp. The way shrimp he is. did the
0: barbecue shrimp, bro, I gotta give it to him, man. I, there you I, I don't, I don't Thanks, thanks for the invite. You know, mm-hmm. I,
1: I show up with stuff in my hand. Next time we have garbage, bro. You know? I bring cigars, I bring McAllen, I, I you know, I bring I, I bring wish tea if you a, drink. You're green talking use language, bro. as you said
0: cigar, he was like, I Wish. I w- he was literally saying it to me, I, I was told like him I would come on the
1: podcast if we can smoke cigars. Yeah. And then he was like, they're calling yeah. for rain. I'm like, okay, first time I'm gonna let it go. Yeah. Fuck
0: me, man. I couldn't ventilate the place because of the logistics of
1: the way the
3: thing. I gotta say though, what you mentioned earlier with um asking an employee, like you know, what kind of lifestyle they want to live and how much it's going to cost them and then trying to implement that, bro, that's unique. There's a lot of places that do that. And to do that would probably be a crazy boost in mentality. You get someone that really wants to work for you. Do you
1: want to have a gala for your company 10 years from now where you're standing on stage wearing a nice Rolex, wearing a $10,000 suit, amazing shoes, your kids and your wife watching you with these amazing outfits. That's right. And your employees are sitting there they're enjoying so much this meal. Yeah, they're they're happy. eating because they only eat it once a year. Yeah, That's always happens. McDonald's. McDonald's employees. I agree with they're him. always miserable. Yeah. The boss. Fucking filthy rich. Do you want to be this person? Or you want to be the person where your employees on stage with you as confident. They can afford the same suit. They can, Obviously, they might not be as rich as you. Sometimes you're poorer than your employees because you're mm-hmm. investing. You're gambling. They're not gambling. They're saving this money and they have different lifestyle. But yeah, I would never accept. Big question I ask when I'm interviewing. What's your lifestyle? Do you like spending? What's your views on money? Is your money there to serve you? Is your money there to please you? How hungry are you for money? Have you sold? Did you sell lemonade when you were a kid? You know, like these kind of questions. If you're not hungry for money, you can't even be an assistant. An no. no, assistant's the easiest job to do. Just Getting orders, do this shit. It's so you have to up be, be saying money all hungry. this right
0: now because I literally was just doing this the other day. It's crazy when I look at JC; it's like a reflection.
1: <laughs> That's actually incredible. Yeah, man. No, I, I, I hate. I don't want to be. I don't want to be McDonald's. I don't want to be even Starbucks. Oh, yeah. Look good. at all these companies, man. Yeah. All their employees are. Yeah, I'm like. I, I want greed. my doorman to have a Mercedes. Absolutely. It's fu-
0: I'm, I'm fucking about to end the pod, bro. I just can't do it. I'm, I'm so fucking stimulated. Let man. me take a <laughs> no, no, don't go. it's right down as soon as you go down the hall go they'll go take a piss it's crazy that he says that because what was i telling sean and everybody the other day right that i was going to show them how to invest their money and and show them how to do all this yeah build because i want them to live a better life isn't that what i was just telling you sean right i want them to be able to do things so they can provide them with a better lifestyle than what we have. Absolutely, bro. Because a lot of business owners, what do we do? We look great. We look great and smell great. But a lot of people don't understand that actually there's it's rotten flowers behind them. A lot yeah, of people you got
3: to want everyone to strive. That's a hardy respect, bro. I, I,
0: I believe in the same thing. Yeah, I believe in the. I believe in in, in building people. Once you build them, they're going to build with you. Amen. You can't do it with everybody, though. Oh. You can't absolutely do it with everybody. Some people don't want the responsibility. They don't want to do it. You know what I mean? It's gotta, like, I can give you all the tools in the world. You
3: got to establish those relationships. You got to have some transparency and honesty. And then that'll kind of just show itself.
2: Right.
0: I'm truly a believer. In you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. You, 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 uh, you teach a man a fish, he feeds, he eats forever. I'm a true believer of that, man. Or you just hand him a
3: net and he's good to go. That's it? <laughs> That's
0: it. I that remember it I seen this, this picture hmm. and the picture was basic. It was a pit and the guy was stuck at the bottom and there was just ladders everywhere. And even if you have the right tools, but you don't know how to use it, they're useless to you. Oh man. You know what I mean? I'm going
3: to grab.
0: Juice Dudes. Juice Dudes is back. Yes. How did that come to be? Be honest. What are Juice Dudes? Where does this idea form? I was
1: driving Uber and I came up with the name. The idea? I'll tell you this on the pod.
0: We're on the pod right now.
1: The guy gone?
0: No, no, it's okay. He's Let going me tell you something
1: too. about greed and his first. And uh, ambition. Uh, I was talking to another employee She's doing amazing Fucking great Working way more than I'm asking If I message at midnight Just because I don't want to forget in the morning So I don't want them to answer at midnight I just don't want to forget in the morning to message
0: It's crazy how you have to add that on top Dean,
1: five minutes I get an answer all the time Bro, she's not asking for a raise She's not doing anything I know she wants it I know she needs it I know she's struggling so I'm like, I'm driving back, her back home, another one. I told her like this, what the fuck is wrong with you? She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, it's been six months. You haven't asked for a raise. What's wrong with you? Why you're not greedy? Do you not love money? Mm. Yeah, I do. I just don't want to ask. I don't want to be that person. I so, what do you mean? You think if you don't ask for something, you'll get it? You got to ask for it. I told her, be greedy. Manipulate me to pay you more. Nag my head. I will never say no to pay you more, but I'll tell you, I want more from you.
0: Bullshit, if she's gonna come and tell you 100K, you're gonna be like, relax.
1: No, 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 I want more. Just, you have to be realistic. like, hey, when is my raise? You have to be there. Like, someone approached us on Instagram, I reposted it. They want to work for us for free. No They want to learn, whatever, I swear, I have it here. And they started. But I called this person, I'm like, why do you want to work for us for free? They want to learn, blah, blah, blah. Why do you want to learn, you want to put it to work? I'm like, listen, how long are you willing to work for free? She is like three months. I'm like, no, that's too long. If I let you work for me for three months for free, I'm implementing this mentality that it is okay to grow slow. So here's what I'm going to do with you. you have 30 days to learn and you need to learn fast. I'm not paying you any penny and I have expectations in you. You say, I'm going to deliver. You have to deliver, etc. After those 30 days, if you're improving, if you're coachable, everything, I feel like as someone's, you know, treating the volunteer right And mentoring you right I'm going to offer you a job And that's what's happening right now She started last week Oh nice, it's so, the so process So greediness and ambitious has been, So if you're ambitious And you're actually Ambition and you're actually like wanting more It's being called in the western world As greedy And greedy, that means you're Unpleasable And you're going to be miserable And you know, that's a greedy person That can never be happy They can never Oh, there's a big difference you're greedy you want more and you work for it is different than you're greedy and you're staying at home and you just want what people other people have
2: yeah
1: so be greedy it's okay to be greedy but work for it one thing stop bro like there is a reason why the volunteer asked to work for me for free for three months there's a reason why none of the employees are asking for raise there's a reason why everyone's crying at home and not actually putting a plan because it's been advertised that wanting more is bad Wanting more is gonna cause depression. Wanting more is gonna cause this. It's gonna cause that. Live live like a hippie. That's why everybody's going to. That's south, the right? trend now, dude. It's not a. It's not a surprise. Everyone's calling and saying, "I'll work for free," or everyone is. Free, free. They feel ashamed to ask for a raise. It's not a surprise. That's the trend that they implemented in our culture.
0: Wow, we're in a completely different industry. I'll tell you, get into construction, it's a whole different yeah, beast. Yeah, there's no chance in construction. That's
3: a no whole one's different working beast.
1: For no one is gonna be a construction and have tough hands and have a weak mind, I'm sorry. I'm telling you right now, it's a whole different beast. You can't be uh, like, you can't go on the roof and work and risk your life and have a weak mindset. Like one
0: of the things I find crazy is look at UPS, right? Forget about construction right now, but look at UPS. They just signed a, I don't know if it's a tentative deal, or if it's actually full-blown because they're unionized, they think they have 150,000 members or 10,000 yeah. members. The full-time guys with seniority get 49 bucks an hour. The guys that just started in the warehouse is 22 bucks an hour in the US, right? Comparing it to minimum wage here and there. But in the end of the day, $49 an hour, like if you could translate that to construction, it's insane what these guys are getting paid and they still want more. Yeah, I find it's the mismanagement of funds. You can just throw money in a black hole all you want, and it's just gonna sink. But if you teach them on how to manage their funds, that might go a long way. There's every side of the spectrum. Do you
1: ever try to tell your employees how they spend their payrolls and try to educate them or how to become
0: absolutely? I was just telling them bring your own fucking lunch.
1: Financial, financially free. Absolutely, I was just telling them to bring your own lunch. You're you're not gonna see
3: that. You're not gonna see that in big companies though. You'll see that because they don't. And, and no, the big companies, companies, they
1: have it. The big companies, they have this, like um, they do. And I know lots of big companies, they do know. it. And I'm starting to implement this right now. They do monthly or quarterly uh, coaching for the employees where they break, uh, bring an investment and uh, financial professionals mm. to tr- just train. give them, train these employees on something that's not relatable to the service that I'm offering. Mm. So I'm betting you as a person so you can come back to work more confident. Right? You think Pepsi doesn't do it?
4: You think I, Costco I doesn't like, do it? Do you you do think it? Facebook
1: doesn't do it? Hmm. All these big sharks—they do Juice it, but they don't. They don't it? teach. They use dudes every Monday. Yeah. Uh, my brother goes buys lots of food. He makes sure every Monday meeting it's fun for the employees, but at the same time, I want you to share your challenges, your wins, yeah. and your future goals, and um, we just uh, got benefits. Yeah. For the employees. I saw that video On TikTok Right Like my brother's Going above and beyond To provide a good lifestyle And good environment And good culture To the employees Again man If everyone is miserable At your company You'll end up miserable You're exchanging energies And you can't just expect Them to be happy Because you gave them a job Fuck you That's true You gotta provide To your employee They're like I say I can't have A girlfriend now Because I have 12 Retention is important I'm police, still waiting yeah. for
0: how the Juice Dudes came to be Like where did you think of <laughs> opening a Juice
1: bar, bro? So I'm, I'm the co-founder of Juice Dudes I'm not the owner I was the owner at some point And then I stepped uh, back to start my marketing agency The story of Juice Dudes No one has heard the story yet um, Share it My brother came to Canada And I started working at a life insurance company Mm. And then he wanted to go to school and finish his engineering studies because he started in Lebanon three years engineering. That's what my dad wanted for him. Came here, worked in sales, and my brother is the most introverted person on earth. Mm. He hated the work, he made lots of money. He, bro, he saved like more than 100K in one year. It's amazing. First year and a half in Canada, working at something that he hates
0: to well, that's do. That's incredible compared to Working in
1: oh. something that he hates to do. Bro, every week he's in a different province. He would take the shitty provinces because other uh, agents doesn't want want to go there. Life insurance. He was the, you know, the agent of death. Yeah.
0: That's a good business. But he
1: couldn't do it anymore. Like, he did it. He made money. He's like, I want to start my own business. I was doing Uber at the time. And he's like, let's start a business together. I told him, fuck no, I wouldn't do business with family. He's like, okay. He had uh, a girlfriend at the time. He's going to be pissed that I'm sharing the full story. <laughs>
4: oh, on, you want to hear it.
1: I don't care, man. That's the truth. He had a girlfriend at the time and they decided, they came back and they told me, oh, I'll open a Filipino breakfast restaurant. It's, okay. There's none. There's, they don't exist, whatever. Filipino breakfast. So I asked him, I'm like, how many hours can you operate as a f- breakfast place? He's like, this is how many hours. I'm like, how many hours are you paying rent? He's like, <laughs> how many hours? I'm like, do you think that's a fair equation? Do you ever think you can make lots of money? You can not be profitable, yeah. but can you make so much money? If you're paying rent 24 hours and you're providing service for four hours, it doesn't work. Like if you're fucking busy for four hours, Uber and everything, you won't make enough money. So he changed his mind. And then he's like, so what should we do? After like a couple months, he's still looking. And he almost got back to finding a job. I'm like, you should start a cocktail business, like a cocktail in Lebanon. You know, cocktail here is alcohol, but... Cocktail in Lebanon, we call a smoothie the Lebanese way or the Middle Eastern way, where you have a thick smoothie with fruit chunks on it and then cream on top and then honey and then nuts and shit. I love I'm like, Asta, man. I'm like this doesn't exist. There's only one place, maybe in Ottawa, and it's shit. And the customer service is shit. Which one's out, la boca? I don't know. So my brother and I. <laughs> no no mentioned. My, bro- my brother and I, we went to this place, and like, the guy was like, what do you want? Mm. That's how we were treated as clients, oh. as, a, as a consumer, sort. What do you want? Okay, you want this. Okay, here's your juice. We're sitting, we're eating the juice. No one's having conversation with that. No one's exchanging eye contact. No one asked, how was it? Uh, the juice is changing its color while eating the juice. And it was poured from a jug. I told him, yeah, I can do better. So when I, we owned the grocery store in Lebanon, I rented a spot from my dad in the grocery store. I told him I want to sell juice because I saw lots of fruits going bad. You know, and in between going bad and good to sell there's a stage where it's the best for juicing and we used to always lose this stage and let it go bad and throw it in the garbage so i'm like i want to buy this off of you rent this spot from you make the juice and sell it so i taught myself how to make lots of juices and this cocktail i'm like i know how to make the avocado uh, cocktail i know how to make this i know how to make this i'll teach you how to do it and you start this business like can you be my partner i'm like no but I'll, I'll give you the recipes that I know.
0: And my brother- Oh, this whole thing wasn't to start it. It was just to help your brother start it?
1: Uh, let me finish the story. And then he went, he's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Came back, he's like, I won't do it alone. And he doesn't want to, he didn't want to do it with the other person because you know he found out that he can't get along for business. So he's like, I'll go find a job. So my dad called me, he's like, and my dad is against us working for anyone. He's like, I don't want, I don't want my uh, my son going, working for someone anymore. I want him to go back to school. So I want him to own his business. So he have time to go back to school, or whatever. Yeah. I need you to help. him. I'm like, no, no. I kept saying no. And he's like, please, I'm asking you to do this. You only have your brother there and you only have you. You ha- don't have uncles, you don't have cousins. You don't have anyone there. You gotta do it. You have to be there for each other. And that's what's good for your brother. So I want you to sacrifice. So uh, I'm like, I, I told my brother and my dad, I'm like, hey, listen. I know it's going to be tough because me and you, we don't get along too much. My brother and I, we love each other, but we have different strategies for everything. The big title is the same. We both like, want to grow. We both want to do this. We're both good people, but we have different ways to approach everything.
0: Yeah, so you guys are always fighting about it.
1: So I, uh, I told him, uh, I'll, I'll do six months. I'll work whatever, do six months. If I'm not happy, I can leave the second day after six months. He can't ask me to stay one more month or one more week. Yeah. So in this six months, you need to have a team and you have to leave. You have to, you know, be good without me. Yeah. But I'll do those six months. With you. Yeah. It'll be fun. Was it? <laughs> uh, we, uh, I did my part of the menu part and then my brother did such an amazing fucking work. He, dude, we've never worked in restaurant business before. Mm. With. It's three years award-winning best smoothie in Ottawa. And we've never worked in restaurant business before. My brothers are calling bubble tea suppliers, chocolate suppliers. He is the guy for this stuff. Me, I don't like doing this shit. I don't mm. like doing the homework.
0: He seems very passionate on the videos, you know? And
1: I mean? and and he got the best recipes, he created the best recipes. He spent hours, endless hours at home just creating the best recipes where it can be healthy, delicious in the same time. He he took what I have and he he also brought some new things and he made everything look way better yeah. i wouldn't be able to do this I'm a, I'm a salesperson i'm i have the ideas and i can put hours but like i can't do the nerd's work he is a fucking nerd and then well, um, off, we right? want to create a name and then my brother is like let's sit down and create a name i'm like i'm doing uber at that time i'm like i sit down i lose 30 dollars an hour i'm not gonna sit down and we started fighting then yeah fuck that shit man we can't make it work if you don't put time in it i'm like i can't think by sitting on the table i need to be creative i need to do things to be creative Mm -hmm. so we came up with some names while you're sitting on the table we couldn't we didn't like any of the names and then one day i'm driving one day 1 a.m yeah i want to know too i I want to know know the first couple names you guys got like you know those are always the most ridiculous ones i i seriously the stupid ones i don't remember but i remember one that was silly but we made the juice dudes out of it I was driving, you know, picking up Uber, drunk people in Uber. 1 a.m. I calls him. He's like, what what do you want? Wake up. I told him juicy dudes. Juicy dudes. (laughs) Juicy dudes. Because juicy is kind of silly and kind of naughty. And uh, dudes is dude. Everyone uses the word dude in Canada. Yeah. Hey, dude, hey, dude, hey, dude. So this fits with the culture because you always want to fit with the culture. And juicy is something silly. So people will laugh at this one and will match with this one. He's like, I love it. Finally, after like fifteen hundred names, yeah. <laughs> but we need to make it less silly. I'm like, okay, You do Yeah, we uh, and uh, that's that's how the name came up. Wow. And I was driving Uber when I came up with the name. I cannot sit on the desk and be creative. I can't. I'm not that guy. He is that guy. I'm not that. Guy. We started working. There was lots of challenges. Yeah, lots of challenges. We were what was both, the biggest cause one? Because we were both learning. We've never owned a business before. We've never worked for a corporate. Like he, when he was working, like he was working for uh, sales sharks, mm-hmm. not like corporate. And they teach you how to hire, how to fire, how to do this stuff. And we absolutely didn't get along. Absolutely.
0: Oh, you and your brother know.
1: We, we, and business. We didn't get along. Like I would tell, like we agreed that numbers and recipes or whatever on him, me, marketing and whatever. And he would try to interrupt in the marketing plans. I'm like, no, you can't. And I'm not sharing this with him. I'm, I'm like, listen, I want to keep you as a brother, as a business partner, I can. <laughs> I'll stay on the side where I offer support and marketing, but that's it. And uh, he excelled so much, man. He hired mentors, business trainers, and whatever. And like all what's been done, it's him. I make sure the place is busy and I do the best marketing. And and uh, this dude create a new item every couple of weeks. Right.
0: Yeah, no, if you see his TikTok videos, he does dude, very well.
1: Dude, there has some competitors that started after us, but mm. we were talking, my brother and I, we're number one. Number two is competing to keep number two. Yeah. They're not even thinking of going to number one. Yeah, They won't even, no one will show up and will be able to get to number one. I promise. One thing mm. I
0: like about your brother though, is if you do watch the video, it's he's in the business of creating experiences, mm. right? You're always gonna get paid, but if you see how your brother, obviously you're doing the videos, but it's very incredible. Like he's very passionate. He loves experimenting and creating an experience. And it's a very, very nice culture that he has with his people. Good for your brother, man.
1: 120 investors, they asked to buy franchises and be licensees. He rejected the 120. Not because he's not asking. He wants more. Like now we have a licensee on Bank Street and uh, they're doing amazing but there's 120 more that they wanted to get a license to start in Kanata, Barhaven, And my really? brother said no to all of them. It's Some better. of them, they did lots of work and they came and they did training and he rejected them. Why? Because tell him be rich and get four stars review on uh, Google or stay where you're at, where you're good, about 4.8 stars, he'll pick the 4.8. All he cares about is this piece of art that he's creating. So my brother, I would I would always call him this way, you're Picasso, you're not the art gallery. Makes sense. You want the art to be loved and beneficial to everyone. You mm. can tell though. I'm 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 the art gallery. I don't give a shit about the reviews. I'm in business to make money. I'm not I do need to make the client happy. But if you're too hard to please, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. Get me a client who is easy to please so I can excel more and go faster. I
0: agree with you, man. I, I found it very tough in the restaurant industry because if you try to franchise, and franchise is a great model, yeah. but how the fuck do you have a real good control over the quality? That's why You have Mr. to B's grow
1: slow. There's a, only one man, way. Man. Grow slow. You grow fast, you can't. Yeah, you're going to lose something.
2: Well, look you at Mr. go Beast. out to any
1: shawarma place. Wait the plate that you bought today from the same location and waited the second day. It's different, different, different weight. Mm. If my brother have this in the store, he would, he would kill one. Of them. <laughs> he would kill someone. Oh yeah, of course. Listen, like the margins. And uh, we have a system yeah. where, you know, when you deliver, well, maybe, brother's more maybe, than maybe he wouldn't want to, this to be released. So please, we can't release it if he says no. So we have a system where if he shows up to the store and he see that this person ordered more than seven minutes ago, someone's getting fired. Mm. Seven minutes. You need to deliver. If we have 40 people lined up, you can't. You have to deliver in seven minutes after we make the product. I wouldn't do this. Fuck, I like this. I would right make money, yeah, cash service. out and leave. That's service. That's 100%. And, and go, go to any juice dudes. It's yeah. not Starbucks where they ask you meaningless, how are you? Yeah. Or they call you your name. You know? You see, come here, get your juice. It's not enough.
2: Mm.
1: They make a joke. They make you laugh. You see positivity in their eyes. It's not just like they're having conversation with you. They, ha- they are having a positive conversation with you. They're making you happy, and you go maybe, and you ask anyone who goes. It's a great, But because he implemented this, he had time to do this. If you're growing so fast, you don't have time to control all these aspects.
0: No, you, one time you actually brought some juice dudes to us. The Aistho was incredible and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, we had a sit down one day. The juice dudes is very good. I highly recommend it. anybody to go. Thank you, man.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: JC. My man. I don't want it to end, bro, but- uh,
3: we can we can we can generally talk for. We hours. can literally do this for all <laughs> day. Not for hours, it's a
0: pleasure to have you, JC. Amen. Let me ask you one question though before we go. When it came down to the marketing and stuff like that, is that what what pushed you into doing podcasting?
1: Uh, the podcast
0: because there's barely any podcasters in the city. Barely,
1: yeah, absolutely. So I started business with zero knowledge, zero knowledge in business. I thought I know everything. I thought I'm ready. And I'm glad I thought I'm ready. Because if I didn't think I'm ready, I wouldn't have started. I wouldn't have been here. Yeah. I did lots of mistakes. And uh, if I didn't do those mistakes, I would have grew faster. But these mistakes were really valuable. Now, we have lots of students that they are dropping out of school. And they actually want to start a business. But they don't want to be in debt for 10 years to pay back the school. They said, fuck the system. But they want to start a business. And they don't have the infrastructure. And reading a book won't give it to you. Uh, and uh, learning from YouTube videos only won't give it to you. So I decided to start a podcast where I interview only people who made it. The first question is like, when did you make your first million dollar? Because don't tell me you're successful in business if you couldn't make money. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not successful in business if you have five happy clients. It's, fuck you. You know, so gotta make money. And um, this is credibility. And I ask some questions about hiring, firing, uh, how do you get the right employee. How do you get the right clients? How do you create the match? So the actual business education to everyone who's watching. I don't I don't ask questions about me. I ask questions about this person and not personal. It's strictly business. So if you listen to those podcasts after when we release it, you think you're actually reading a book or listening to some business coach. Mm, very so good. the reason of this podcast, I, I'm part of two podcasts, uh, Ottawa Podcast Studio, where we talk about business, and a Reflective Odysseys. Reflective Odysseys is about mental health. Hmm. So the host, the main host is a psychologist and I'm the co-host. And we interview people who's been through traumas. They overcame these traumas. And how did you do it? And how did you get into the trauma? How did you, what were the tools? The goal is to show and teach the audience there if you have a similar trauma. You can do it. Look at this person. They did it. Very good. So these two podcasts and it's a, it's a way to pay back for the community. You know, I I, like that one. I've been in Canada for four years. I've started uh, five years, like September 10th. It will be five years. I started five businesses. I still have an accent. My English is still not good. That's great, bro. Trust me. Trust me. Trust trust me, bro. When I first started my my marketing agency, I can't handle a conversation, but I had the confidence that I can close the client. Yeah. I sold the first website I promised to deliver in three weeks. I don't know how to make a website. And I don't know anyone who knows how to make a website. You need to be psycho to start a business. You need to be foolish. And that's the message I want to send out there. What they're teaching you, what your parents, what your losers' parents are teaching you. No, it's too early, you're too young. Or, hey, you're 40 years old women, it's too late to get into business, go get a job. I'm against all this. I interviewed a lady, started her business at 41. Now she's a millionaire. She bought a restaurant at 41. Well, She left the corporate jobs to buy a business. So the co-host was 40 years old and she was afraid to start a business. Now she's not afraid anymore. So it's not for men only, the business is for men and women. I also want to tell pretty women, that you don't need to have an OnlyFans account or sugar daddy to make money. You have a brain. If you want to start a business, if you want to be successful, you're actually good good enough to do it. You're not just good looks. Uh, It's making money for ladies these days, not just like, not all the ladies they have, there's some amazing ladies, but most ladies now, they feel pretty. If they go to the bar, they convince a guy to buy them a drink. Mm. Buy your fucking drinks. Buy this guy a drink if you like him. Yeah. Why you're not on this side. You think man is controlling your life, but you're letting them buy you drinks all the time.
0: Well, I'm happy that you're doing all this that you're giving back and at the same time. there's a lot of good stuff that oh. you're doing about health, you're talking about how to be able to be an entrepreneur coming out. What I was trying to do is I was trying to understand people and have great conversations to talk about business and life and how to navigate through your lives, but the fact that you actually have them in different segments, incredible. Thank I'll you, check them out as soon as they come out for Absolutely,
1: sure. Absolutely, man. Yeah, we'll, we're almost there. We need to finish the, the full season first. We, we Today, actually, later, we filmed the last episode of season one from the mental health podcast. And uh, the business podcast, we're struggling to find people, millionaires, who would accept to come to the podcast. That's mm. incredible. First thing, because I'm bold as fuck and I have massive balls. Yeah. So I'll ask you questions that you're not comfortable with. I'll ask you like about the Ontario uh support for business owners and millionaires don't they don't want to answer this question because they're pussies you know the trend in ottawa if you make so much money go buy a house in rockcliffe and hide and delete social media and don't tell anyone how you did it because actually millionaires are hated in ottawa mostly you're driving a nice car people looking at you like you're a fucking asshole are looking at you like your slave for your business, and mm, that's, that's an crazy evil thing. How the city works. Trust me, man. So they become these people who wants to hide and they don't want to exchange and they want they want to go live in California. Yeah, they want to just move to the oh, states. California. Yeah, just move away. So yeah. um, uh, I I go ask someone like you want to come to the podcast? Oh no, I say on the private. Dude, you learned so much. You don't want to give back to the community to teach about business. One guy, I made a video about him. He's like, you're. I think you're too bold so your style that's why i wouldn't come to your podcast i'm like dude i'm asking questions about business not about men and women he's like yeah he's just pussy they feel afraid to sit across from me and that makes me feel oh my god makes that's me feel funny because so when i
0: first you know it's good that he said that because when i first watched that video i'm like there's something behind there what's going on here but the fact that you're telling him it's strictly about business yeah it's not yeah. like i'm trying to pry into your private yeah. life
1: he watched That's maybe a couple of context. my videos on social media, and he saw that I'm vocal about a couple things that he he he, he doesn't have the balls to say it, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I can't sit with this person on the same chair. Fuck you." Mm. You know that tells me you don't you can't handle the conversation.
0: Good for you, man, because a lot of people don't know how to be authentic anymore because they feel like oh they're so worried about getting canceled. So the fact that you're putting yourself out there and you're like, you know what? What's going the worst to be thing if I get list?
1: canceled? Listen, I'm not, I'm not going online and telling, oh, go fuck bitches, fuck no. people, knock people out. I'm not saying this. I'm mm-hmm. saying, you know, you want something, you need to work for it. I'm saying even employees. I give advice to employees. You want to get raised? You want to get promoted? You have to do this. I'm not saying your employee or a loser, no. You can be rich as an employee. Yeah, you, you just can. want more for yourself. That's it. But there's a strategy you need to follow it. You can't treat yourself like a servant mm. and then expect to be CEO or expect to be rich. And the only thing that I hate is like when you complain that life is expensive and you don't want to put in the work. Get the Listen fuck up and go and work. Do you know how many people I know they work 35 to 40 hours a week and then they complain that life is not fair?
0: Mm. No. I don't know them <laughs> anymore. I don't want to know them anymore.
1: 35 to 40. Well, you know them, they're not your friends, but you know them, they're out there 35 to 40 hours a week. I swear they look exhausted if they work 41 hours a week, yeah. And they take the full weekend off sleeping and they complain that they couldn't buy this bag, they couldn't buy this, or they talk about a person who buys a twenty thousand dollar watch that they're braggers and and they're materialistic and they're insecure, that's why they have to buy those watch.
3: It's crazy, isn't this it? is big. It's, it's a like, lot of envious eyes out here, I yeah, know.
1: yeah, ex- exactly. When you can't do it, you tell people you start calling people names. And you start prescribing prescriptions it's a, it's for them. A, it's a coping can mechanism. It. If a This is something big, man. I mean, I know we're going off time here, but if, if you're a business owner treating yourself and rewarding yourself with something expensive, you're being called that you like materialistic shit because you want to hide behind something. If you have like, let's say a nice car, you have a small dick. If you have a nice watch, you don't have weak personality, you need the watch to approach people. Fuck you when you say Facts. this stuff. Dude, I've never seen a rich person saying this shit. Only broke person. It's only, consider- only person who can't afford it. Because, listen, we people, when we work so hard, we want to reward ourselves. Because yeah. no one is there to motivate us. But the reward. We reward ourselves with nice things because it feels nice. Bro, driving a Maybach is different than driving a Honda. Yeah. <laughs>
4: that what what
0: the better it's better yeah, exactly.
1: So it feels different. So it makes us feel better for all the work that we're putting there, and we work hard just because we want to get so piece. much. You know what? That the is the piece.
3: that is the hater coping mechanism, and exists in every aspect. Whether it's like buying nice stuff, or it's that person that hates seeing married couples, so they're like, "Oh fuck marriages," or hates seeing somebody with a girlfriend, and they're like, "Oh fuck girlfriends." Those people are just haters. Have you seen it,
1: Have you seen a winner hating in the same time? No. A winner not hate win. yeah. A winner is happy to see somebody exactly. else win. A winner is happy to see somebody else Exactly. And that's how it should and be. And they go maybe learn from them or Absolutely. exchange information with them. Absolutely. Anyone yeah. like, you know how many comments I get on TikTok from an account called user number one, two, five, three, five, 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 three, five, five,
2: yeah. five, yeah. fuck regular. you.
1: That one guy called me Andrew late. <laughs> Andrew late. <laughs> I'm like, I wrote for him Kusimak. Uh, 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 I wrote for him Kusimak. He called you Andrew late. Because if you call him, fuck you, TikTok deletes it. I call him Kusimak this <laughs> is like means your mother's vagina <laughs> so, listen i like, and and like you oh, def- you're God. definitely broke one guy i answered him i'm like you're definitely broke yeah. you're you're writing this comment you invested time to write this so you think you can make me feel this way you're definitely broke and like you know you can't go viral honestly on social media if you don't get hating messages
0: oh you need haters man i love the haters technically
1: technically technically hate is stronger than love so box. what we do with social media, when I want to get a client famous on social media, I say something really offensive. Mm. So and I, or I make my clients to send something really offensive. So juice dudes, that's can't ris- say offensive shit. That's
3: a risky, uh, yeah, you know, so, I'll tell you how to do it in a, sword, in a polite eh?
1: way. I'll tell you how to do it in a polite way. Yeah. By example, juice dudes, we made a video about a fruit and we said this belongs to this country. Do you know how many people would disagree with you? This video got 60k views. Oh, okay, okay, I get it. It's you like, mean. I get what where did the Ashta come from? Turkey, Syria, or Lebanon. Fucked up, dude. I'm this glad. will start a war. Yeah, but you didn't say something offensive, politically incorrect. <laughs> You're still politically correct. It's like the show. Okay, Shabbat Shabbat I get it. This yeah, will yeah. get you somewhere on social mm. media. Being polite and showing a nice product will never get you anywhere on social yeah. media. You guys throw up the pot. I got you. That was the yeah, so man. Yeah, JC. We're ready to wrap up, man. That I was a great man. conversation. Thank great, you for, Absolutely. you know, we should, we should, uh, we should do this uh, more often. 100%. Next time we got to have some, you know, some cigars, shisha, cigars. You know Just, what? With that, I'm wow. down next week, bro. We should
3: have a little bit of shrimp. We should have a little bit of uh, salmon. You Listen, know what if mean, if you want to do that, I'm
0: of... more than down. We'll do a I'm thing at my house. I have the backyard set up now. We'll have some nice shisha, cigars, barbecue. Listen, I'm a
1: single dude. I do whatever the fuck I want whenever I want. I don't have anyone's permission to ask. Okay. Set a date, let's do it a podcast, eating in the same time, drinking. I don't know if you wanna show drinking on a podcast or a cigar, whatever you want, let's fucking do it. Let's sit again. I have so much more questions for you. Yeah. Listen, you're an accountant. Do you know how many things I didn't know about accounting when I first started my business? We'll dive into so it. So I yeah. would really love to ask you 10 questions that would offer the audience answers when to start a business. You know, it kills me when someone started a business and they're trying to do their own accounting.
4: Dude, that's, that's, that's most man.
1: You need you first thing. Fucking lose so I'll show much. you a conversation. A guy, told me, me, I want to start a business. Give me an advice. I'm like, go get a lawyer and an accountant. That's a fact. Then come back. Man.
3: Let me tell you this. You know how many? You know how many people fuck up from the get go? I remember my my brother owns a gym over in Little Italy, and he works with a lot of professional athletes. Do you know how many of these guys are incorporated? None. None. Zero. None. And yeah. they're getting it as personal athletes. income. Even overseas, they have a contract overseas they're working over there and they're
1: getting tax
3: like UK tax 40%
1: but but this person in the same time they graduated from the fucking business school but and they, they didn't tell them go do your own they, they told them go, go do your own accounting they didn't tell them go hire a fucking I'm, accountant. I'm, I'm started like,
0: on the fucking schooling so, right so wait,
1: wait let's stop talking here let's schedule a date oh, yeah. another fucking and let's fucking do, do it let's do it. It's it's round two there, man. We, we, I'm round two round three guys so man
0: I'm with you I'm with you right now to the fullest all right guys you already know where to check us out if you like the video that you saw please smash that like button subscribe
1: you, like
0: it, okay. you know what i mean leave <laughs> us a comment anyways haters and everybody's welcome and uh to next time brother next time Habibi.